Welcome everybody to the Three Gun Show. I'm your host, Dave Hartman. This is episode number 276, and this one is a little bittersweet because it is a match recon of the 2018 Hard as Hell Multi-Gun. Ordinarily, I'd be gearing up for this match this year, but unfortunately, it's not being held this year. Uh, 2019, if you're listening to this in the way off future. So I'm not exactly sure what the the most recent news is on the SUPS range uh, where it is usually held. But last I heard, uh, neighbors claimed they were catching rounds uh, from the range, causing the county to limit their shooting. It's classic BS of people building houses near a shooting range and then complaining when there's noise. Um, it's terrible. It happens all the time. It just happened here in Austin. Uh, it sucks to see, but I honestly don't know what we can do about all that. If you do know what to do about it, do it and let me know so I can come shoot the match. So, ah, anyway, so apparently the entire range is being turned 180 degrees, which is a huge undertaking when you consider like all the amount of dirt that has to be moved. Um, I have a lot of opinions on this, but I'll save them for you. I will just say that uh, with the government involved, who knows <laughs> how long it could take to to complete that action and uh, and for the, the range to be back online. So I hope the best for the people at SUPS, uh, Southern Utah Practical Shooters. It's a great range. Um, I've taken classes there, shot a bunch of matches there, and uh, always enjoy the good time in Southern Utah. And I hope to come back again. So hopefully uh, the range is back up and, and running soon. Uh, the other thing I have for you this week is that the Three Gun Show Pro Shop will be having some killer Black Friday sales. And I mean killer stuff, like some of the stuff I might get in trouble for, but we, we won't want to talk about that until it happens. I'm putting together uh, some packages that will save you a ton of money if you're uh, looking to upgrade during the, the offseason here. Everything in the store will be on sale. So some deals will be better than others, so... You want to buy early if you can because uh, I'm I'm ex- I'm hoping expecting to sell out of all the cool stuff that we're doing. So uh, Black Friday deals will start midnight Friday morning after Thanksgiving. Uh, but if you're a Patreon supporter of the Three Gun Show, you will get access four hours earlier at 8 p.m. This is Central Time, by the way, Texas time as we like to call it. So when you're ready for round two or three of Thanksgiving dinner, you'll be able to snatch up something for yourself or a loved one at a fantastic deal. And threegunshowproshop.com is where you make that happen. Uh, You will need the coupon codes um, that we're going to be providing, and those will go live on social media and through uh, our email list um, and on Patreon for you, Patreon supporters at the appropriate times. If you're on the email list, you'll know it's, it's been a while since we've done a, an email. So keep an eye on your spam box market safe. And you want to see the cool, cool stuff that we have going. I'm pretty excited about it. Like 2011, Dave, when I started would have been like over the moon about the stuff that I have planned here. And, uh, and he would have bought two of each. So you should do the same. All right, keep an eye peeled for that. And in the meantime, enjoy this match recon of the 2018 Hard as Hell Multigun. Hey, everybody, it's your buddy Dave with uh, special field correspondent Adam Maxwell. In from the field. In from the field. And we are going to do a match recon of the 2018 Hard as Hell Multigun 
that we both shot. You know it. We love it. This is the first time that we've done a match recon on something that both people have shot. Usually I try to get a uh, a person that didn't shoot the match, so it's almost like you're telling someone about the match, you know, and then mm-hmm. they can ask questions and everything. Yeah. Or actually, I guess uh, we did this again with uh, Red October like two years ago, but I think, we, I think we can do this. It's one of the very few, if not the first, that we've done again since we've done it. Yeah, recon of it. we're starting to get more though. I think we've got mm-hmm. probably like five or six in the bag. Mm-hmm. But uh, this, I'm really glad I got to go to uh, to hard as hell this year. Uh, I went in 2016. I missed 2017, and I got to go again in 2018. So this is cool. Um, I was uh, a guest of Vortex Optics, so on behalf of the Three Gun Show, and. Thank you, Vortex Optics. Yeah. So you're always welcome with us. <laughs> this was uh, this is really cool. Uh, we actually fight over whose house you're going to stay at when you come here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, so you're you and Ruben are abandoning me today, and so I uh, I hit up Trav, and he was like overjoyed. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. gonna go over to the to the, the Vogel house. Ooh, um, but seriously, when my house is done, you stay at my. House. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a guest in other people's home right now, but when I have my house, you're staying at my house. Perfect. Well, my home is open to you as well, and uh, I will buy some sort of. Uh, I actually had them build furniture. a shelf just for your luggage. Is that right? Yeah. There's a luggage shelf. Yeah. I'm trying to decide if I'm going to put carpet on it or or uh, vinyl flooring. Huh. I don't want you to spill on the carpet, though. That's true. I am known to spill on stuff. Um. All right, man. Let's uh let's talk hard as hell here. JP Enterprises hard as hell three gun. Boom. So this eighteen. Um often long considered for me a must attend event. Yeah. From the first one I went, it's on the Vortex calendar, we start at hard as hell and work backwards. I mean that's so that's how it is. This for me solidified that, this match. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert right up front here. I had a freaking blast. I loved it. Yep, and uh, and it was cold, and it was wet, and it was muddy, and I loved it. And for for people that know me, <laughs> that that says something right there. How much so. did we love it? We left the mud on our guns. Yeah, it's uh, three months later. All, I, I all still have hard my, as hell mud. All on three my of guns. my guns still have hard as hell mud on them I'm for like, sure. It'll come off when it's ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. It's true though. Uh, yeah. So this is the fr- also fun fact. First match I flew to. Of oh. all the matches I've gone to, first match I flew to, I had to borrow a gun case from Aaron Hayes because I didn't have one. And so uh, I learned a lot by flying. Yes. Yeah. I also learned that this is probably not a match you should fly to because you need so much shit. All right. So let's uh, let's talk about this. November thir- uh, 30 through December 2nd, and location was SUPS, Southern Utah yep. Practical Shooters, which is the same range tactical performance as that, owned yep. by the Nelsons, who also do practice score in beautiful – St. George, Utah. Yes. Bring your own beer. They, um, they keep telling us it's the last year at this range, and then they keep having it at this range. So. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, and we'll, we'll get to that one in a, in a minute here. So, rule set is a very unique, hard as hell rule set. Uh, and basically, buck up, buttercup. Yep. Pretty much. With divisions, specifications. Yep. And uh, uh, we'll talk about that in a minute here, too. Don't let me forget that uh, brief we got the match brief we got from Ken. Yes. Uh, practice score, yep. It's all on practice score, of course, because they own it. Um, quick stats, stats the, the schedule was shoot a stage, wait, shoot a stage, wait. Yep. 
right, which uh, ordinarily I don't like. It seemed to work pretty well for this match, match fee $250, 220 shooters. That is a big turnout. That is a, a big turnout. Days. Well, yeah, seriously, when we're talking about um, matches have a hard time getting 120 people now because yep. they're so diluted. But, man, so if you can draw you can draw double that to a major match, mm -hmm. you're doing something right. And I found out recently, you don't have to comment on this one, uh, I, I found out recently that some matches will uh, open up if say say they have like 200 spots for the whole match mm -hmm. for round number sake, mm -hmm. they will open 150 spots on day one, and then sell out air quotes, saying, "Oh, our match is sold out. You may put yourself on the wait list if you like." And then they'll slowly fill the uh, the rest of the match from the wait list, so they have the perception of selling out, which I think is ridiculous. You don't need to comment on that. Um, but this is a legitimate 220 shooters. We saw every single one of them. Um, divisions and winners. Open division. Open division. The man, the myth, the legend. The world champ himself, Josh Golf Club Freilich. So this was exciting to see Josh out there. Uh, and um, Josh and I have had many con uh, conversations about this, about how he's shooting more uh, traditional three-gun matches. And by traditional, I mean like super long stages, physical uh, type things. And this was a first for him. Like he's well-known and well-established uh, as being overly competent. And by overly competent, I mean like he destroys worlds <laughs> well, <laughs> at and, uh, Bay know, matches, I USPSA mean, style, right? What is, what is the basis of his career? Yeah. The basis of his career was crushing PCC. Mm-hmm. World shoot shotgun. Mm-hmm. You know, and um And all those are in base. Yeah. And well in addition to um yeah, w winning kind of fast technical matches. Mm -hmm. Um there you go, fast technical matches. He's he's known for the fast technical stuff or really crushing one gun, you know, uh events. Mm -hmm. So I mean he still he, wins a ton of three gun though. He does. He does, but like I mean he really got on board with when there was a PCC only match, and mm -hmm. when PCC was launched in USPSCA, he really got on board with it. Um, same thing when they were going to do the World Shotgun Shoot. Like, I mean, last year he he poured half of his year into right. into getting ready for that, you know. And and he'll openly say that it kind of hurt him on the other guns because he focused on this one so hard. Right, and now he's saying that he's going to be focusing on three-gun mm -hmm. because that's what he truly loves to do. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, man, I kind of got shorted on three-gun this year because I focused yeah. so much on these. Well, and a lot of so. people are asking him, like, are you going to be going to Sweden for the rifle shoot? And the answer is no, I'm going to be shooting three-gun. Which surprises me. It surprises me, too, for but when you hear the reasoning, which yeah. you just said, makes sense. yeah. Um, but yeah, for as for as hardcore as he is about about the rifle shooting with his JPs and well, and, and knowing and the kind of JPs mentality, like I'm kind of surprised he isn't going. But I and world championships, right? Like yeah. he's hardcore about that. Yeah, specifically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, why, why win these these meager world cha meager championships that we win? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you can win a world championship, exactly. <laughs> um, All right. So uh, second place, John, John Wydell. Yes. Another Minnesota boy. Yeah. A name that uh, you're seeing at the top of the list more and more. Uh, how old is John? John's a junior. How old is he? Ooh, I'd probably say 16 or 17. Yeah. I don't know for sure, and for that I apologize, John. Uh, but, yeah, he kind of fast, though. He kind of come flying out of the back like a Tomahawk missile. Yeah. And then just landed on the on the top of the list. Um, But, I mean, I think he's kind of. 
think he's kind of the kid we all wish we could be now. Like, yeah, man, if sure. I could have, you know, if I would have not been riding motocross when I was 16 and 17 and shooting three gun, <laughs> man, when I had, to, when I was 100% focused on, I mean, I, I, I live in it now, but like in another way. Well, um, I think your focus is different when you're young too, right? Yeah. Like you have, um, you can, obs- you can be more obsessive about things where yeah. now you're, you're, uh, focus is pulled into like mortgage relationships, you know, three gun, yeah. shoveling the damn snow. Yeah. You know, there's so many you things you have to do. You can't just adult. sit and podcast all day. Like you got to keep your relationships going. Shut up, dude. <laughs> all right. So third place. Amen. Hey. So clean sweep by Minnesota boys here. Yeah, man. We're not to be threatened with. No kidding. Especially in open division. Yeah. All right. Um, Keeping the Midwest alive. Tack ops. Tim Yackley. Tim Yackley. Uh, first place. And, uh, so second place, Adam Reiser, hometown boy. Yes, sir. Uh, third place, Aaron Brecky. I don't know where Aaron's from, but he's a TPC instructor. I'm not familiar, but I'm sure he's awesome. He was the RO on the pistol stage. That was three months ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, anyway. He's I nice. don't I don't remember thinking that the guys in the pistol shoot house were dicks, so I mean. No, they were great. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Aaron was, uh, um... Aaron's a nice dude. Uh, yeah, man. Limited, Jacob Blount. Jacob Blount. I shot with Jacob at uh, Texas Three Gun Championship. He quietly destroyed Limited Division. He does strike me as that kind of guy. Yeah, he's very quiet, but just lays it down. Yeah, and he did. He did so here. I didn't shoot with him at hard as hell, but yeah, first place Limited Division, uh, and because he won that, he had the highest place finish of. I think two of three hard as hell matches. So hard as hell, uh, Utah, hard as hell, Texas, and then rock hard in uh, um, Kentucky. Oh yes, because yeah. this is the culmination of a point series now. Yeah. So Jacob, first name on the traveling trophy. Nice. Yeah, got to uh, pound in the rivets himself, which was cool. That was cool. Uh, was nice second touch. place, another Minnesotan, uh, Jay Schmidt. Jay Schmidt. Jay Schmidt. Um, um, first time Minnesota for him at this group. match. Was it really? Yeah. Um, this is, uh, I, I might even say this is probably the farthest that Jay has ventured from the Midwest to shoot a match. Interesting. Well. So I'm guessing he'll be back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Worked for him. <laughs> yeah. He's, he was all about it. Third place limited Brian Vaught. A limited division dynasty. Yes, absolutely. Uh, the man who complained when they allowed red dots in limited division. We still love you. <laughs> that, that's that's the dynasty. Is like he's been around since Iron Sights. Yeah, man. Uh, Trooper Division still got the shovel. <laughs> Duncan Klein. I don't know who that is. I don't know either. But Duncan, good for you, man. He crushed it. Yeah. Uh, second place Trooper Division. Mark Roth. Always a guy to be factored in when he shows up at a match. Yep. Flip flops. Cigarette hanging don't, out of yeah, his mouth, carrying all his shit. Don't let the flip-flops nicotine fool you. <laughs> Mark can bring it. Uh, third place, Sky Killian. Sky Killian. Yep. Out there killing it, representing for the ladies. Uh, nice work, Sky. And other opportunities. So there was a team stage on this one, which was like a was like a 10th stage. It was basically to fill a dead spot in the schedule, right? Yeah. And it was actually a lot of fun. Yeah. It was kind of a free-for-all. Yeah. You're kind of... I was glad we did it first and just kind of got it out of the way. And then I, I we did it twice, right? Yeah. And then the second time, I almost knocked Dakota Overland down. Like if you watch the the game film, 
Like oh, yeah. I, I was running to what I thought was my shotgun because it, they're all black and they all look the same. Yeah. And I had to switch course at the last minute, and uh, she was coming across, and she took a shoulder from Dave, almost took her out. Nice. <laughs> I wasn't saying that for a nice, but but yeah, it was a pretty sweet move. <laughs> Dork. <laughs> little so, a little team tactics there, Team Breda versus Team Benelli. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the Hashtag actually I'm not Robin's on, racing. Not on. Not on Team Breda. No. No, there's a lot of Breda shooters, but a very small amount on Team Breda. Um, <clears throat> so Team Stage was uh, shoot all these poppers down with your shotgun, which is great because we had a bunch of open shooters on our team, and then run around the corner and then hacksaw down a 2x4 with your pistol and or rifle. Yes. Or PCC if yes. you're in 2x4. Yep. A lot of fun. All right, so... Let's uh, let's get on to the meat, buddy. Match flavor. Match flavor. I mean, the reason we love it, it's it's big stages with all your stuff. Yep. I mean, I, they're not all three-gun stages, but there's three one-gun stages that are massive, and then the massive. rest of them pretty much take three guns. I thought th- uh, there was – I mean, the, the amount of physicality and difficult things and squatty little holes you have to get into and stuff. Mm-hmm. Was awesome. It's just, it's just right. Yeah, I didn't like that machine gun. That, no, that thing can go in the the uh, weight that was machine gun shaped. I should say. Yeah, it's like we a didn't actually get to shoot a machine gun. Steel pipe, uh, shaped kind of like a was like it's kind of nineteen nineteen, right? Yeah, yeah, kind of like a Browning water cooled. Oh yeah, yeah, like a uh, bar. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know my machine guns. But anyway, yeah, so you had to drag it through a tunnel and then pick it up and put it on the tripod yeah, and that, then shoot. That doesn't add anything for me and I mean it is just crawling around in the mud, but uh I think well last year last year a big criticism that we had was there was a lot of physicality for physicality's sake and it took away from the shooting. Right. I think they alleviated that this year. Yeah, good. I think I think the physicality that everyone wants was there, but you still got the what you were there for, which mm-hmm. was the shooting. Yeah, and the uh, the shotgun stage was like what fifty six rounds or something like that. Yeah, out of that out of that thing, it was like uh, it they, was a trailer mocked up like a B fifty two. Yeah, and that was a ton of fun. the The flying birds were so stinking fast, and I don't mean three gun fast, like they were stinking they fast. Were, they were sporting clays fast. They were incredible, and, and I love them. I'm I, glad they did them. I I was too. Yep. I loved them. I missed uh, I missed uh, two out of the three, and I was totally pumped about it. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were really good. There's a ton of knockdowns there on that stage. Shitload of shotgun shells, and you had to load bent, you know, bent over because you couldn't stand in this uh, B2 bomber unless you were Dakota mm-hmm. or Adam Riser. Mm-hmm. And a same person, really. Right. Same size. Same, same, but different. <laughs> but uh, the that was that was a ton of fun, and that is like exactly the type of stages I like to shoot. Yep. Super physical, long part time. Yep. Uh, multiple bays. It was yep. incredible. Usually, most multiple bays. Um, yeah, I like it. it. It they last year they tried to cut the part times back to fit more people in. I'm glad they went more to the long format. Um, yeah, I like the big stages with lots of movement. Um, there are matches that try to change their uh, flavor or their their niche to allow more people in and to appeal to more people, and I think that's dumb. Mm-hmm. Either um, sell out and don't do 
don't allow those people in, maybe they get in next year, mm-hmm. or do two matches back-to-back, you know, leave the stages up and do it on the next weekend or something. But uh, watering it down to fit more people in, I think, is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. It's like watering down the bourbon to feed more or to give yeah. more people bourbon. Yeah. Eventually, you just get water. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so oh, skill. I'll, I'll talk about that later. Yeah, let's do skill, skills utilize. Skills utilize. I mean, it's a lot of, aside from the stuff you're normally going to see, it's a lot of awkward positions, a lot of hard stuff on the clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they made us crawl into that weird tank thing. Yep. Um, there's the the uh, the low army crawl trench thing that's always there that yep. you can expect. You uh, you know, you scale the uh, the bouldering wall. Yeah, that's always fun. Yeah, there's a shoot house. The shoot house is pretty legit last year after being kind of vanilla last year. Oh, you mean legit this year? Yeah. Yeah. It was better this year than it was last yeah. year. Last year Shit was loads of buckshot in the shoot house. Yes. Because there's options. Yep. And uh, I think you could actually shot it with birdshot. <laughs> it would have been much, much cheaper. Yeah. But um, but it, Is I, it necessary I, to shoot that with buckshot? <laughs> but it was actually fine. Um, in fact, now that I think about it, you probably could have put birdshot on your your belt, shot that whole thing, and no one would even known. I don't know what you're talking about, Dave. Um, but uh, <laughs> there were some tricky shots too. Like they had this thing this year called Satan's a hole. Yeah, they had like you had to like thread the needle through a plate to get to the plate in the back. Yeah, and apparently that's a target that's going to be traveling around now too. Yeah, I threaded the needle. Yeah, I did too. Um, with the PCC stage gun, the JP PCC, and yeah. with my pistol. Yeah. So that was cool. I mean, I it's kind of an intimidating shot, but it's totally doable. Yep. Um, if you take your time, if you're trying to rush it, you're not gonna. Oh yeah, do yeah. It. You're gonna you're gonna send it off into Neverland. Yeah. So so I like that. Um, I, I guess skills utilized would be um, a good attitude and putting up with shenanigans as well. Yeah. Yeah. If you're if you're yeah if you're not willing to put up with shenanigans. Um, you know, except that these bigger stages might have uncontrollable variables. Mm-hmm. It just might not go your way. I mean, it's a survival. It's a survival match. Mm-hmm. You're not yeah. going to crush it with no errors. I mean, it's it's a match where the person that gets like the least penalties he, is going to win. He who struggles the least yeah. is the one that wins. Nobody gets through without a struggle. Yeah, for sure. Uh, incredibly fun struggle, though. Yes. Yeah. Um, terrain. Uh, they had to keep it in the bays this year. It's it's a bay match now due to the uh, the local legal struggles that they're having. So um, uh, they used to be able to put stuff up on the hills there, for long range. There are hundreds of a-holes who built a house on the other side of a range and were surprised to find that they were shooting there. Yeah. Every Saturday. Who knew? Yeah. So uh, it's the classic thing where uh, they have ca- town meeting after town meeting. And someone finally brings a cartridge, not a bullet, a cartridge to the town meeting and says, this was in my backyard where my kids play. Yep. Like, huh, that sounds familiar. That's how they shut down the uh, the old Trigon. Yep. That Absolutely same is. tactic. And it, I don't going know how too that deep, works. Well, going too deep in the weeds, it amazes me how stupid people are. It's yeah. Like, I feel like in the 50s, they would have just called BS on that and said, yeah, be on your way. Yep. But and you, Steve, you're now known as the town liar. Yeah. It's like, yeah. no, that's not correct. It's like it's like the allegation the allegation 
has carries more weight than the proof. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Which is unfortunate. It is very unfortunate. I and think which I think sucks because this match used to have like a six hundred and something yard target. Yeah. Yeah, there is some really cool stuff that they could do before. Yeah, and this year it was limited to a hundred yards. However, I I I don't think that was a reason not to shoot the match. Mm mm. Like it no. didn't take away from it from no. For it was is a hundred percent legit still. Yeah. I mean if you're if you're hardcore long range, I mean you probably belong in PRS anyway. Right. But um yeah, I think they do they do an amazing job with, with the with the limitations that they have. Yeah. It, it's still a very big facility, but like as yeah. far as as far as the uh the natural train rifle stuff goes, yeah, it's just just it just is what it is. Right. Yeah, and, so farthest shot was like a hundred yards. Yeah. Um we had to shoot some uh, some weird shapes on paper that were very small, probably like what inch and a half, two inches. Yeah, that was very hard. That was very it was like hard. Police sniper shit. Yeah, and like uh, it was definitely need to know your offset type shit. Like it mm-hmm. was it was very difficult. So mm-hmm. um, good I luck w- shooting that with limited. I know I would have completely shot that one different had I uh, had I had it to do again. Yeah, would have dropped the mulligan card there. Yeah, uh, logistics. Logistics. I mean. Logistics are pretty solid at this match. I think you pretty much just come and check in at the stages. There's not a whole lot of day before stuff that you have to do. Um, I mean, all the practical. I mean, they're using the full the full suite for practice score on yeah. it because there's like Wi-Fi on the range. Yeah. Um, as far as like prizes and stuff like that, we have separate division prize tables that you walk in order of finish. So, um, I mean, the logistics are pretty. Pretty well nailed down on this one. I like it a lot. It's it's very accessible. Yep. I guess if we go to venue, it's very accessible um, from the major roads. It's in a very touristy area, so there's yep. lots of I amenities. flew into St. George Airport. They were super cool about guns. Yeah, I didn't know that Both was ways. an option. I might might look to do that yeah, next year. We flew into Vegas. It wasn't much more expensive than Vegas, too, especially if you yeah. uh, calculate getting a rental car, which I just hooked up with you dudes later. Yeah. I took an Uber from the airport to the range. Dude dropped me off right in front of the clubhouse with my suitcase and my guns. Yeah. It was awesome. Dude was really cool, too. Today's he was a shooter. Up. He had yeah. a gun. Um, I didn't see it. Yeah. So um, yeah, so the, the venue I like a lot. Uh, again, you know, this is one of the uh, the more um, iconic now uh, mm-hmm. venues that we go to. Mm-hmm. Um, it's freaking gorgeous. It's right next to a national park. Yep. And like I say, national parks don't, like, stop at the border. It's not like they just have, like, the, uh, um, you know, all of the beauty yeah. stays in here. Yeah, exactly. The whole area is gorgeous. I love U- it. Utah's a beautiful place. <clears throat> yeah, the Nelsons are always awesome. So pre-communication, I wasn't really – and on pre-communication because I got I in the last minute. I had to get my information from you. I think for the f- most part it was adequate, mm-hmm. uh, timely. The thing, uh, the thing they dropped the ball on was the buckshot. Yeah. Oh shit! I still owe Brian twenty bucks. <laughs> Sorry, Brian. Oh, Brian. You'll Hope get that soon, buddy. Running on that. <laughs> yeah. Um. But so they they announced a buckshot round count. And Eighteen. They said, and they said no flight control. Right. Again, despite what we said last year. Right. Um. Got there. Flight control's fine. Got there. Flight control's fine. And, oh, by the way, you need a lot more of it. Yeah, I think the minimum round count on one stage was 18. Yeah. Minimum round count. And yeah. we're talking with spinners and shit. Yeah. So we actually we actually sacrificed a lot of <coughs> walkthrough time, um, basically scavenging every gun store in Vegas, which there's a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't apparently like flight control buckshot. And do you know why that is? 
because unlike the Midwest, we don't hunt bucks with buckshot. We hunt them with rifles out west. Uh, we can't use buckshot either, but um, oh. yeah, it's uh, that, that's slugs you're thinking of. Oh, do you hunt with slugs out here? Yeah, you have to. Yeah, there's a lot of places you have to use slugs. But yeah, yeah, flight control buckshot was really hard to find. We we rounded up barely enough buckshot. Thankfully, we were squatted with Josh Fralick, Team Federal. Yeah, who who bro- ships ships he, enough buckshot to shoot the match three times. Yeah, exactly. And he uh, I think he's one were. of those over prepared dudes. And Michael O'Brien like was driving, so he. Yeah. If Michael O'Brien didn't drive and um I think we lit Fraley- the primer on the last round of buckshot we had. Dude, we were going we were going through the shoot house um and picking up buckshot, just random ass buckshot off the ground. Like I had uh um Sinistral Rifleman. Mm-hmm. He uh he gave me some of his buckshot, which never accept buckshot from Sinistral Rifleman, by the way. It's all military stuff. It is hot as shit. Mm. It was hilarious. Yes. I was not expecting that. I thought something bad <laughs> happened. Uh, good one. Well played, sir. Um, but, yeah, so we, we got them from everywhere. And we were unloading. Uh, we had, like, an agreement on our squad. Like, you know, whoever shoots after me on that stage can have my buckshot. Yep. So we were unloading shotguns into people's caddies that were yep. on deck. Yep. Like, that's how much freaking buckshot we needed. It, it was, was crazy. Cutting it close. Yeah. And we did. Uh, we did buy some from Brian, and I still owe Brian money now that I think about it. Um, but and I'm not sure what it added. W- we weren't able to buy enough. Yeah. I mean, Brian would have given us more, but from what we bought, we still didn't have enough. Yeah. <coughs> and I'm <coughs> not me. sure what the buckshot added to the yeah. match. Other than, I, I guess on that one stage where we shot from the tower, that makes sense with buckshot? Yeah, that does. Because that was difficulty. Yeah. But. Yeah, other than that, in the shoot house, we could have done all that with birdshot. Mm-hmm. Um, but Brian Nelson uh, likes buckshot, and you know when you go to one of his matches, you're going to have to uh, know your pattern for buckshot. Yep. So. Yep. Uh, f- staff. Staff. I mean, they were, they were very good. I, I liked all the staff. I and mean, they got a little short on that one stage. Which one was uh, that? The one that was always running behind. Oh, oh yeah, but we went up there and we we're like, uh, we promise if you let us do what we want as far as staging our guns, we will be the least headache you have all day. Yep. And then we had to bust our butts to prove it, but we did. Mm-hmm. So but yeah, they were totally yeah, every, cool. Everybody was totally cool. Um, I I will say that uh, there was one guy on a spinner that was telling people how to shoot the spinner. Mm-hmm. So uh, he would say, bottom, top, bottom, top. And what does top sound like when you have your plugs in? Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah. So it is a shouting match. So. Yeah. So yeah, because coaching is uh, is is fine, and so his heart was in the right place, but unfortunately, execution wasn't. Uh, mm-hmm. And I just kept going because I figured I figured like someone will touch me, mm-hmm. like they'll pat me on the back and tell me stop shooting or something. Yeah. Because he was on the on the ground and I was on a tower. Like he can't stop me. Yeah. If he if wants they- me to stop, he's gonna have to throw a rock. Yep. I mean, if they want you to stop bad enough, they'll get physical. (laughs) Adam told me it's like a fight. Don't stop until you hear the bell. Yep. (laughs) So uh, other than that, like, I uh, I love the staff. We got an awesome stage brief from uh, uh, Ken Nelson before we shot. And he uh, said, like, you know, keep in mind, this is a very special match. And uh, it's hard as hell. And we have a little thing we say when, you know, something bad happens when the target wasn't reset and you had to shoot over it. Instead of complaining, we say, ha. Hard as hell. H-A-H. Ha. Mm-hmm. And as long as you keep that as your mantra while you're shooting it, you're going to have a great time. 
Yep. So, uh, fun factor. I mean, I just, I mean, I just like the big, the big stages, the monster stages. Is just mm-hmm. there aren't very many matches that do them anymore. No, you know, it's hard to do. It's hard to get facilities that'll do it. Um, there's so many whiners and snowflakes in the sport now that it's kind of like, oh, yeah. it's too hard. So it's cool that there's still a match where you can really get those big stages. I like when matches are not watered down. Yes. And I think a lot of matches uh, try to water stuff down for to make them new person friendly. Mm-hmm. And maybe we need tougher new people is what I think. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, uh, I love having new people in the sport. It's great. Mm-hmm. But let's not make it shitty for everyone else like they don't they don't look at like a you know my favorite example is spartan race Mm -hmm. they don't say well let's put a four foot wall because uh the new people aren't going to be able to get over this 10 foot wall Mm -hmm. toughen up get better yeah so i mean it's it's one of the few matches in the country where you can still do this kind of stuff and it's um i like i say we we started hard as hell and worked backwards when we figure out the years so it's Um, definitely on my to shoot list for next year or my, this year. My favorite part of the match recon, the match fee quotient. Oh yeah. So this match, two hundred fifty bucks, nine stages. You're looking at thirty bucks a stage. Mm-hmm. I would say I would shoot at least five of them again. Yeah, five would be my number two. I wouldn't pay to shoot the all rifle again. No. Um, Although that was a pretty good stage. Um. There all shotgun, I'd pay to shoot again. Yep. I would not pay to shoot the all pistol again, unless I, I could shoot it with the pistol pretty, I own now. Yeah, I was like, I thought the all <laughs> pistol. I thought it was pretty rad. No, it was a pretty good stage. It was pretty good. But I, yeah. I was having ammunition slash pistol problems at that time, though. Yeah, we can so get into think, another time, but yeah, I think I think a, a solid five, if not six. Yeah, stages I would definitely shoot again. My favorite stage was that stage number two, where you had the uh, the optional engagements and. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it was, it was a fixed time stage. Right. Yes. We, we got to talk about that. Okay, that was, we, we only have a couple minutes here, but right. we got to talk about that real quick. That was by far my favorite stage. That was badass. And yeah. the, the format was really cool. However, there were not nearly enough targets out there for uh, AMAX. Well, for the intended for Tim Yackley. purpose. <laughs> yeah. Because you know, uh, the idea was that you have way more targets than you can engage in this time. Right. They and all so have can, different point values, so you have to strategize... How many points can you get with the time that you have? Yeah, which I thought was awesome. It was awesome. But we showed up, and somebody cleaned the course, like first shooter, or at least they got close enough. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, okay. Oh, we heard Tim did. Yeah, once once it was kind of out there that it was possible to clean the course. Everybody like, well, has to clean the course. Well, that's what you got to do. Like Then it's like, okay, so what order do I have to shoot these in to clean the course? It wasn't the selection, like... Yeah. When you were, when we were walking through it on on walkthrough day, it was like, well, that's a trap. Can't not not enough juice to squeeze there, so I'm going to skip that. I'm going to go over here. I'm going to go over here. I'm going to skip that. Mm-hmm. Or then it was like, well, you can, you can clean the course. It's like, all right, well, I got to start on the left and I got to work to the right. Yep. Uh, but that that stage was rad, and I hope they do it again. I hope they do more of them. That um, was a lot of fun. Uh, I don't know what happened, but uh, somewhere along the line, the schedule got like massively screwed up to where we were told to go home at like two o'clock because there was no way we were going to shoot a stage before Mm -hmm. dark. Um, And uh, we were standing around for several hours Mm -hmm. uh, before that. Um, And even with the schedule screwed up, like I had a massive fun time. Yeah. Massive. Yes. And I would shoot it again. Like 
the match can be so good that you put up with a lot of shit. Yep. Or a match can be mediocre to where like the schedule sucks and you're like, nah, I'm not coming back. Yep. So this was awesome. And then um, we're on like a massive time crunch here. We are. So, we so to I'm going to I'm gonna drop l- one funny thing. I'm going to so drop one more. Him. Go for it. All right. So our friend at JP Rifles, Dustin Sanchez. <laughs> he is very comfortable in his ethnicity. Yes. Uh, just Dustin is Mexican. Uh-huh. And, um, and he makes a lot of jokes about it, like Adam Reiser makes jokes about his own height. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, you're going to have to try very hard to actually offend Dustin Sanchez. In fact, as a person from Colorado who went to uh, a state university, it's uncomfortable being around Dustin when he's making fun of himself. Like, I don't think I should be hearing yeah, this. Yeah, like, I don't want to get beaten up. Exactly. <laughs> uh, when someone thinks I said things. Yeah. Said. No, he said it, not me. <laughs> so, so we get to the stage with the bouldering wall. And uh, and Dustin calls, and there's also a big, huge puddle mm-hmm. next to it because it rained or snowed or something like that. So the whole yep. match was muddy. Um, so Dustin calls Range Master over, and he says, I don't want to do the wall because that's a racist prop. <laughs> he said, I'm a Juarez Mexican, not a Tijuana Mexican. I don't climb walls. Is it okay instead if I swim the river? And again, keep in mind, this is a direct quote. <laughs> Dustin said this. Yeah, he absolutely Adam said this. Adam is only this. quoting this. Yes. He's like, I'm a Juarez Mexican. I want to swim the river. <laughs> Which I, I thought was a poor choice, but he... And Brian said, all right, as long as you don't use your feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he dove in this massive puddle yeah, that he's, was only about four inches deep. Yeah, he's he shooting. Dove. Yeah, he's shooting in the shoot house. Brian is like dumping every bottle of water that he had on his four wheeler into Which the Which is puddle. hilarious because like, it rained the night before. Yeah, it's so like, he's like just making the. <laughs> but, but Dustin takes his shoes off, freaking just swan dives into this thing, basically like slip and slides through the yep. whole thing. And without the slip. Or the slide. Like yeah. He stopped abruptly when he hit the ground. Failed, failed to calculate how many rocks were in the bottom of said puddle. It scratched his chest and stomach all the shit. Yep. <laughs> he, he, he dove through the puddle and then kept shooting the stage. I think he even finished the stage. Oh, know. yeah. He finished the stage. Yeah. But, you know, he also got uh, water in his eyes and his eye pro so he couldn't see Oh, yeah. His targets. eye pro was all jacked up. Yeah. It was the most hilarious thing ever. So I put that on the Instagram story, and immediately I get a DM from his wife. Oh, like, yeah. His wife's pissed. WTF is he doing? Uh, did he did he trash the match already? And yeah. I, I turned to Adam, and I'm like, so, so I don't know. I don't know his wife. Laura Laura is, uh, well, Laura and Dustin. Let me finish my story before you get into that. I don't know. I don't know her. Yeah. So she's messaging me, like, asking, and I turned to Adam, and I'm like, what do I say? And you're like, don't lie. <laughs> yeah, don't lie. <laughs> She'll kill you. Because there's, it's it's sad, but some some buddies like you got to lie to their wives, and some buddies you're like supposed to tell them the truth. And I had to ask which one was which. Yeah. Uh, funny, funny thing that I'll say at this match. So I had just moved to Texas at the time, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, I was still looking for a place, so I didn't have a place. So uh, after you guys left to go to Vegas uh, to catch your flight the next day. Uh, Josh and, uh, Brett went to uh, dinner with the dudes from peak performance. I was in the house by myself. I did all my laundry. So I would have clean laundry for the week. And a boy. Isn't that funny? That's well played. Yeah. I used the VRBO to, to the full benefit. I actually brought a dryer sheet with me 
lot of, a lot of people sleep on the uh, laundry facilities in the VRBO, but it's uh, well, when you don't have a washer and dryer. Like hey at the time, I I didn't have a house. I was looking for a house. So. Even even when you do, <laughs> but yeah. uh, all right, dude. That is match recon of hard as hell. So much fun. We'll shoot again. Yep. Is it December yet? I know. Nelson's always put on a good party for that match, and uh, I want to go again. Yep. So, Adam, thanks for being here for the Match Recon. Patrons, thank you for being you. We love you, and uh, we'll catch you on the range. Bye-bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to the 3 Gun Show. If you like the type of content that we produce here, you can support us on a monthly basis for as little as $5 by subscribing on Patreon at 3GunShow.com slash Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. You can also give your business to the companies that support the 3 Gun Show, including Vortex Optics, IWI, and JP Rifles. Until next week, I'm Dave Hartman, and I'll see you on the range.